0: Not to be is to stay in your bedroom, masturbating to pornography. We're here to talk about being a player. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles podcast. To be or not to be, to be, why do anything else? Not to be is to stay in your bedroom masturbating to pornography. Which is not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about being a player. Give it up for the players. Play on, player. What do I mean by a player anyway? You all know what a player is. The guy who's good with the ladies, right? Someone who knows how to meet a woman. Someone who knows how to generate attraction. Someone who knows how to make a move. Someone who knows what he wants and who's confident enough to go out and get it. What was a player according to Shakespeare? Somebody who could act, a performer. A strolling player is somebody who would travel around the country and offer his services. What I want to talk to you today is about how you too can become the Elizabethan player in order to enhance your ability to be the kind of player that we're talking about when it's like, yeah, that's right, I met her and uh, yeah, I talked to her and then yeah, we're going on a date on Friday and it's gonna be good. Why would I suggest that acting could help you in seduction? Well, there are three reasons. The first one is what I'm using right now in order to communicate this message. In case you hadn't noticed, you were born into this prison called the body. As dating coaches probably the most used phrase that we have is go talk to that girl. Go talk to that girl. Go talk. It's something that we do regularly every day a lot. How often do we stop and think about this though? Even just this one aspect of being a human being and using this particular body in order to communicate, in order to interact. There is so much that the actor's art can teach you about how you can use this thing that you live in, your body, in order to interact and communicate with other people. Two other areas I wanna touch on are to do with theater and performance. We have two basic types of performance in the theater. One of them, Shakespeare's drama, scripted drama, Hamlet, Romeo and Juliet, famous plays that have been performed on the, on the stage, famous scripts. There is something of value within these scripts, within understanding great works of literature, for example. That's something I want to talk about a little later on. But the first thing that I want to get to talking about is the most important thing. Possibly the most important thing you can learn from me in this short series of videos. I'm talking about improvisation the opposite of scripted drama. Where there is no script, the performers are able to somehow stand up on a stage and create a performance together that seems like it was pre-planned. How are they possibly able to do this? Don't they run out of things to say? Don't they suddenly become boring? Wait a minute, we're now talking about problems that I am commonly presented with as a dating coach. I run out of things to say. My conversations are boring. What I want to teach you about, and what I want you to realize, first of all in this moment is this. Think about when you woke up this morning. Next to your bed, was there a script waiting? That said, when you're watching this video, you should have this particular reaction when Jonathan says this, or when you walk through the door, so-and-so will be waiting, they will say this line to you. No. Improvisation is something that, whether you're aware of it or not, you're already involved with every single day. You have no idea what you are going to say until you're there. You might have a rough notion already. You have no idea what action you're going to take. Everything you say, do, like what I'm saying and doing right now, is created in the moment, is spontaneous, is on the spot. You are always thinking on your feet. You just might not be doing it very successfully, but To develop the ability to do that will completely transform not only your ability to approach, engage, exchange contacts with, date, seduce the beautiful women that you're attracted to, but it will transform the entire social universe that you interact with. I don't think that anybody would disagree with the idea that it's a useful thing for anybody in any context to be able to think on their feet, as we say to be able to act in the moment. Again, Shakespeare once wrote, he who hesitates is lost. This is truth. If you are unable to be decisive and to say and do what you want to do in the moment, your life is much more likely to be a series of regrets rather than a series of episodes where you're thinking, yeah, I screwed my courage to the sticking place and I took decisive action. You got it. (laughs) Okay, great, John. Yeah, I agree with you. How? How do I do that? Well, what we need to do first of all is understand what exactly is happening in these social interactions. You saw me interacting with somebody just then. I could start to talk to you about what I did, but better that I start to explain to you the kind of mindset that I cultivated first in order to be able to take that action. What we're talking about here is spontaneity, the ability to be spontaneous. What we need to understand is, at everybody's mind there is a watcher. There is a watcher at the gates of mind. What is constantly coming up from the subconscious is associations, reactions, suggestions, inspiration. This is always there. This is what you need to realize and relax. This is a wonderful thing. It's not that you're a boring person. Nobody is boring or creative. Nobody is talented or untalented. Simply, people like Shakespeare have had the right cultural conditions around them and the will and impetus in order to open up these gates. What comes through me is not mine. This is the most important thing to understand to begin with. This inspiration, your next thought, where does it come from? Where is your next thought coming from? Where do thoughts come from? Where do your thoughts come from? No one knows. They're just there. They just pop up. Sometimes we wish they would just go away. Yeah, you fucked that up. You fucked that up. Thank you, mind. This inspiration is constantly there. However, there is a watcher there at the gates of your mind. An inspiration comes up. No, no, we're not going to allow that one. People will think I'm weird. People will think I'm strange. Okay, what about this one? This is happening in split seconds. You will see this happen when you ask somebody a difficult question and they start to do this. uh, uh, What's the right answer that's not gonna make me look weird, make me look unkind, make me look whatever that is inappropriate to the situation? Now, this is important. This is useful. This is about keeping yourself out of the psych ward. If nobody had this watcher here, or what we also refer to as a filter, people would be saying anything they want. Kumquat, cucumber, old cheese, old cheese. If I do that enough times, I will be in a padded cell. Cucumber, padded cheese. Although some people dig it. (laughs) The thing is to start working with this watcher. And all I wanna give you in order to think about this, your ability to allow the inspiration, to allow spontaneity, I want you to play a simple game. This is a foundational game. This will get you going in that direction. The game is free association. Let me see if I can get someone to play it with. Let me see if I can get someone. Excuse me. Yeah, Yeah, hi. Hi. We're just making a video here. Um, You got a minute? Yeah. I want to play a simple game with you, okay? Okay? This game is called free association, right? Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to say a word. You say the first word that comes to you as quickly as possible and then back and forth. Okay. You ready?
1: Yeah. Red. Carrot.
0: Dead. Quick Tram. as you can. Don't think about it. Tram. Tram. Yeah. Wheel. And what? Okay, you're blocking. Let's try again. Yeah. You start with a word. <laughs> one more time, one more time.
1: Okay. Uh, I start with the word?
0: Yeah, the first word that comes to your head. Uh, action. Life. Survive. Freedom. Three. Two. Apple. Orange.
1: That's all? Yes.
0: That's fine. That's fine. I mean, we could could go on forever. Thanks for playing. You're welcome. Have a good day. He did pretty good. You notice the pauses though. You notice my lack of pauses. I'm used to this. It doesn't have to make logical sense. He said apple, I said orange. That's not a tick. He said something else and I said death. I don't know why I'm associating that at this particular point. It doesn't matter. People are not very spontaneous. The reason for this is they're afraid of people seeing what's going on inside their minds. Okay, That guy there is pausing and I could see his eyeballs moving. Of course a part of that is that English is not his first language, so he's having to translate it in his mind. But you see the point. If you understand this game and play this whenever you get an opportunity, even with yourself. You will start to encourage your mind to do this, to associate, to have an authentic response to the stimulus that you're receiving. This will start to feed out into different areas. This will, for example, last video I was talking to you about generating a unique compliment. You will be able to start looking at people and the responses will be there. Funky t-shirt, where did this word funky come from? I don't know, I'm just allowed to free myself up. Funky t-shirt. And then of course in conversation, what I'm giving you is the building blocks, the most basic building blocks of conversation. Someone says something and there is a response that comes from within you. Again, where is your next thought coming from? You don't know, it's simply a response to the stimulus that you're receiving. Try it. See what it does for you. Remember, you need to go as quickly as you can. You need to try and not worry about what the response is. It doesn't need to make logical sense. You're not trying to be clever. Don't try to be clever. Just be authentic, be honest. Allow that response to come. You never know, it might just completely transform the way in which you interact. Any brave people want to play a game? Who's brave? Everyone's afraid? Anyone want to play a game? Excuse me, hi.
1: Hi.
0: We're just uh, making a video about spontaneity. Would you like to be involved? Who are you though? Oh, my name's John. I'm from the Natural Lifestyles. We're a life coaching company.
1: Oh, okay. Are you alright then?
0: It's just a game about um, free association, if you know what that is. Yes. Right. So you say a word and then I'll say the first word that comes to my mind and then so on.
1: Okay, cruise. Ship. Ant. Fly. Cherry. Tree. Aperol spritz.
0: Mmm, yum. <laughs>
1: is that a response? Yes, it is. Alright.
0: In fact, it doesn't have to be correct, or, okay, or it doesn't have to oh, follow right. logically. Alright. Honestly, the faster you can do it, the better.
1: Alright. Teeth. Mouth. Poster.
0: Uh, rock star. Colour. Red.
1: Clothing. Wear. Tan. Brown. Sheepskin.
0: Ba Stone. Hard. Water. Soft.
1: Now I'm getting stuck.
0: You did really good. Oh, wow. Right. The last guy was pausing like for, for <laughs> moments at a time, like uh, understandably... And what are
1: you supposed to learn from that?
0: Oh look, what I'm trying to, to teach people is about how you can be more spontaneous in conversation for starters. This oh, is right. the building blocks of conversation. You say, oh, I, I went on a cruise, cruise, ship, oh, what was the ship like that you went on? Oh, right. these, these are the basic uh, building blocks of the conversation. Oh, yes. The other thing is, like, when people are in social situations, they need to be spontaneous in order to interact with others. If you can't do that, you're often the person who's standing there on the side like... That's
1: true. Yeah, That is very true. It's just a matter of confidence, really, isn't it? That's yeah. That's a matter
0: of... Well, I think that's an essential ingredient, but you also have to stop this watcher at the gates of mind who's like, oh, oh I need to think about it and be careful. Really, you've got to practice freeing yourself up a bit more. Yeah, yeah. and
1: actually listening to what the other person says. Well,
0: that's Basically. an essential ingredient too, I think.
1: Absolutely, and eye contact and all that sort of stuff. You heard
0: it here first. Yes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> probably
1: haven't heard it here Where do first? we send the royalty checks? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and where are you from, by the way? Oh,
1: uh, we're from the Gold Coast, Okay, right, Queensland, oh, okay. Yeah. Australia. I'm so. from Sydney.
0: Yeah, How you probably you? probably think I'm British because of my actor's accent.
1: Oh, right. How are you going? It's my husband. Nice Good. to
0: meet you. Nick. G'day, Nick. So, I'm John. John. So you're living here now? Yeah, I live here and work in Europe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm based here in Budapest and we're just making a video today. It's a four-part video about how guys can be more social, more creative uh, and have more fun. Yeah. Yes.
1: I, you know what I think the most important... Another important thing is about being social. Yeah. we've just been on a cruise, right? Okay. With all people that we didn't know. Right. Now, they were mainly American people. Uh-huh. So I don't know if it was an American thing or not. But when you are talking to someone and they suddenly look away and look, you lose eye contact. It's like,
0: like they switch off or break yeah, the thread of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. it's
1: very hard to continue talking right. to a person that's not even looking at you. I think, I think that her. happens
0: so often today, like this.
1: Yes.
0: Where, it's like, where, yes. Where, where where did you go? You're gone. It's, You're here now. That's wow. right. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm not interested in thread.
1: It's like, I'm not interested yeah. in you. I'm interested more on what's going on there okay. or who's walking up behind me.
0: Be true to your interactions, people. <laughs> here we Don't go. just break the conversation and get your hand off it! <laughs>
1: yeah, that's very, very true. Very nice to meet There's you. It's a pleasure to meet you. There's Thanks so much. Yeah, enjoy right.
0: your trip. Cheers. It's just amazing how fair people can be. My God, look at this outfit. Wow. Yeah. She looks great. I really dig those ripped jeans. Yeah. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm um, sorry to interrupt you. Do you speak English at all? Yeah. You do? I just wanted to give you a compliment. You look really gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in that situation, okay, and, and as this woman that we just met said, she made some really good points here. It's not just about being able to be spontaneous, okay? That is a key ingredient here. Obviously, confidence is a part of it. Your confidence will build and grow if you're able to. We've got some officers here. Yona <laughs> Potkivanok. Um, it's my YouTube channel, yeah, is it okay? Okay, thank you again. Again, confidence, uh, I, I could in the past have panicked in that situation. I know what it's like to be a street performer, the police arrive, oh fuck, oh shit, they're going to find me, oh no, panic, panic, panic. People experience this regularly, the police are walking near them and, and these people have never done a single thing, like a, not a misdemeanor in their lives. But suddenly they're like, suddenly they're like, you know, feeling really, really guilty. I didn't. We're talking about confidence and spontaneity here. The thing is, if you can combine this ability to allow your subconscious to offer you these pieces of information without seizing up. And then you've been through that process enough times. Repetition, which I believe is the number one ingredient that causes confidence. Me as a high school teacher, for example, I was shitting myself the first day I stood in front of those kids. But having done that 50 times, I'm like, I've been here before, I can do this. Hello. But what happened just there was, I was able to say to her, I was able to use those different levels that I was talking about in the last video. And talk about how she wasn't only one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen, but she had fantastic style as well. This made it a much more authentic interaction. I managed to slow myself down a little bit there too, and be like, whoa, I just asked you out for coffee. Let me find out a little bit about you first. This is an important thing to remember. So often guys approaching and saying, you look beautiful. Let's exchange contacts and go for coffee. She's like, why? Because you want to fuck a beautiful woman? I don't feel special. I don't feel unique. This is like, why? I don't know anything about you. You don't know anything about me. But to get back to that situation where I'm standing in front of that incredibly beautiful woman, I'm able to be calm there. I can trust that the next thing will come up. I've, st- I've stood up on a stage and done performance like that in front of a whole group of people. Well, you have to come up with the next thing to say. It's practice and open up those gates of mind. It will allow greater levels of honesty too. She was just squirming on the spot because I was just so peacefully, utterly honest. And I said to her, Najeon Junru, very beautiful. You go to give someone a high five, that's an offer. I approach and say, hello, that's an offer. Whether people accept those offers or not, okay? Then you can play. We're getting back to our central concept here. This is something for you to explore though in an improvisation workshop. We can't talk you there. Definitely not. This is something we're going to move into at TNL. We'll be offering these at some point within the near future. But for now, do what we tell all guys who do workshops with us to do. At the end of the workshop, Do yourself a favor, go and do some improv, okay? Go and learn to think on your feet. Go and learn to act in the spur of the moment. Stop looking around at life and start (laughs) acting. Offering something. Bless you. I should say. It's Hungary, speak Hungarian. But don't pick up another self-help book. Why? Oh man, because you're already like... Developing yourself enough, or you guys, like regular guys with us. Read a novel, read a play, read a piece of poetry, okay? This is your long-suffering English teacher here, back from the grave, begging you, please read To Kill a Fucking Mockingbird. Not just because I said so. Oh my God. (laughs) Can I just give you a compliment? You look, your style is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, you look so good. Saw her before, wanted to do that. Ticked off the list. This fucking styling. <laughs> I keep getting distracted though, that's half the problem here. Why am I telling you to do that? Did you listen to your literature or English teacher back in the day or even your drama teacher? How could this help you? Well, think about what I've taught you already. You want to, before you approach, vibe with her from a distance, okay? You want to read her style and fashion, okay? You want to think about her body Really, it's feeling about it. How do I react to that? What am I really attracted to? Rather than just, hi, beautiful, hi, pretty, hi, cute, hi, sexy, hi, cliche, okay? Your ability to play around with the concept of the three levels, the fashion, the body, the energy, okay? Playing around with it, that is important. Your ability to be playful to begin with and to have that kind of child's mindset, that's useful too. But if we're talking about improvisation, and scripted drama, how can they help you with something like that? Practicing the improvisation is going to allow you to act in the moment. That's trench coat. It looks like something out of Blade Runner, you think, because you're familiar with the great works of fiction like Blade Runner. This is where these things come together. It's all very well to be spontaneous, but if I don't have a very good word bank, and this is particularly for you guys for whom English is a second language. If I'm not familiar, with words, if I'm just using them like basic building blocks and not weaving them together like a poet, it's not going to be as effective. Allow me to demonstrate. The severity of the dress and the black lines, it looks like barbed wire. And that hair looks like it's been dyed so many times that ain't a living follicle left. And the energy, grumpily bumping down the street. Now. Whatever you do, don't use that to approach a woman. That's me doing the three levels, but using my poetry. I love words. What I would advise you to do is what I do myself. Learn to recite things off by heart. Here's a poem that I recite regularly. Rain, a symphony orchestra. There is a thunderstorm. They are playing a Wagner overture and the people leave their seats under the trees and run inside to the pavilion. The women giggling, the men pretending calm. Wet cigarettes being thrown away. Wagner plays on. And then they are all under the pavilion. The birds even leave the trees and enter the pavilion. And then it is the Hungarian Rhapsody Number no. 2 by Liszt. And still it rains, but look one man sits alone in the rain listening the audience notices him they turn and look The man sits in the night in the rain listening there is something wrong with him isn't there he came to hear the music reciting this improves my memory on a personal note i use these language frameworks made out of words to explore certain core concepts of my own existence on a regular basis in order to set myself. If that doesn't appeal to you, you should at least understand that when you can learn to remember words, to feel the taste of these words, their texture, then you will be able to use them to create the kind of poetry that you want to share with other people. Or if you want to put it in layman's terms, you can be witty, you can be quick, you can be clever. I'm not saying you want to walk up and be Shakespearean and and, and say something that like, uh, you know, oh, for that that, that strain again, it came over my ear like a sweet breeze that breathes upon a bank of violets. Does she like that anyway? (laughs) Chicks like poetry, chicks like poetry, they like Shakespeare. That's another thing too. Fucking sing her a song, you know, like get artistic, The thing that frustrates me a lot is that these art forms are seen as like silly, pansy. Shakespeare is some guy in puffy trousers and tights. That's actually true. But the thing about art forms is this. In general, these are simply the ways in which we play with the world. This is how we change the world. These plastic forms, writing, speaking, singing, acting, dancing, is movement. How you use this thing that you're in. These are... Powerful forms. Powerful forms. So powerful that you're controlled by them on a daily basis through this thing here. You're not in control of the means of production for your information. You are being brainwashed by auto-suggestion on a regular basis and have been since you were born. I'm calling out the matrix right here, right now. I'm expecting to controllers to come and cut me up. If they knew what was good for them, they would. That's why I'm telling you to explore art, that's another really powerful, really important reason. If you have to go to the gift card shop to buy your words, to buy something that's been made so that you can give that as your gesture of affection, which has absolutely nothing to do with you at all. You are far less empowered than the man who understands the art behind that, behind that act of communication and can take control of that. Take control of these art forms, take control of this language. And then even underneath that, and what I want to move on to talk about now, and what I hope you heard coming through that poem I recited. Take control of your body. That's what you're living in. I'll be right back. Uh, excuse me. Hi, I was just filming back there and I saw you walking past. Yeah, I wanted to meet you. What's your name?
1: I'm getting married in two weeks
0: time. Are you? Oh, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's that's really too bad. I'm too late. <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. Are you getting married here in Budapest? No,
1: in another city. You're gonna go in somewhere, Another eh? Hungary. Uh-huh.
0: And then you're going on a honeymoon, like a trip? Yeah. Yeah, where are you going?
1: Yeah. We're
0: going to Croatia. Oh, wow, that's great. I just yeah. went there for the first time. Where are you going to? Split or like...
1: No, it's like Primosten. It's called Primosten. it's
0: an island. Oh, you're going out to the islands. Yeah, they have like hundreds of islands, don't yeah, they? <laughs> Great, that's like just get away from everything, like yep. <laughs> your own private paradise. Okay. Um, what's your name? Anna. Anna, I'm Jonathan. Pleasure to meet you. It was nice. To and meet all you the meet best, you. yeah. Your Thank husband you. is a lucky man. Thank you. <laughs> no! As Sasha Daygame would say, no.
1: I don't want to be alone.
0: Actually, you know what? I think I can just go and talk to someone else wow there is this incredible song that was written by i can't remember who but peter gabriel covered it it's called my body is a cage arcade fire wrote the song my body is a cage that keeps me from dancing with the one i love my mind holds the key who among you can relate to this I believe this is the human condition. This is a prison. If I'm trapped inside of this, if I'm alone, if I cannot connect with others, connect, word brother, for like a little improvisation like that, or for a friendly chat with my friends, or for a really deep discussion, or, or for affection, for sex, I will die like somebody who is cut off from their oxygen supply. That's the way it works with the energy flow. That's why if you're alone, at home, in your bedroom, relying on internet pornography for intimacy, that's why you're dying inside. Doesn't have to be like this. I'm gonna talk more about that in the last video of this particular series. What I'm talking about though, is this thing that I'm speaking to you from, your body. It doesn't have to be a cage. If you want to go talk to the girl, you owe it to yourself to develop your voice. I know I'm being really passionate and getting quite philosophical, so I'm gonna bring it right back down to earth and get practical with you. I was doing my best to demonstrate through that poetry recitation of Rain by Bukowski, just how nice you can make the quality of your voice. It's a challenge here in a busy street got this kid screaming at the top of her lungs trying to compete with me. What do I need? I need to be able to project my voice. This is one aspect of voice. What I'm doing right now, and you'll notice it if I stand side on, is I'm pushing with my abdominal muscles in order to get my supply of air. Pushing with my abdominal muscles, I'm not pulling, I'm not pulling the air up with the muscles in my throat and I'm not just breathing into my chest or and pushing the air from here. I have a much bigger reservoir available to me that means I can push air out for much longer. This is a common occurrence where people are turning around to look at me. My voice has power. The reason for that is because there's more air that can be pushed out. These muscles are free just to interpret the sound. And also I'm resonating with this whole space inside of me. I am resonating with my entire frame and speaking from deep within my being, which has much more power, even enough power, for you to hear me over the top of the loudest ambulance sirens on earth. Budapest. Hats off to you. Ouch. All I want you to do, really, is to develop your stance first of all so that you're standing a little bit further than shoulder width apart. Just like I taught you earlier, stretch out your toes in your shoes. Grip the ground, hang onto it like it might fall over. Grip it a bit more. Now relax and push through the arches. Sink your knees, sink you behind. Sit down like you're riding. Now breathe into here. Your belly's been opened up now might feel funny you might feel stretching of the muscles allow this area to expand and just feel what it's like to really fill up your whole diaphragm breathe into your belly and now I want you to start pushing from here feel these abdominal muscles begin to train them to allow you to have that power. You're pushing from down here. I'll demonstrate more clearly. What I'm doing is bringing together different aspects of the TNL training that are going to permeate your being and make you a powerful man. If you speak from the depths of your being, you're speaking from your balls. You're speaking from your manhood. You're speaking from your whole being. Rather than just some squeaky little voice from up here, hi, I'm I'm actually quite disconnected from the rest of my body. This is about embodiment too. Get that deep breath right into the diaphragm and then really speak. When you're projecting intent, use that in your voice. It doesn't mean making your voice louder. I'm not talking about shouting loudly. I'm talking about having power so that even when you speak softly even when you speak softly there is still a very nice quality there in your voice. This is merely one aspect of the actor's art, the voice and one aspect of the the voice. We have the voice which is surrounded by the body which includes facial expressions, intention Posture, gestures, all these other parts of of the actor's art in using the body and then even other qualities of the voice. Emotional variation so that you can really put the correct emotion and really start to make your conversation humorous or serious or whatever it is by turns. Much more interesting, tonal variation, your diction and pronunciation so many different aspects of this very complex instrument that you inhabit. You owe it to yourself to understand it. All I can do in terms of practical advice is to tell you, research this, start to develop your voice. It's quite simple when you walk around to learn to project from the diaphragm. If you're having trouble, lie on your back and put some books on your belly, okay? To breathe in, you need to lift the books. And then remember, you're pushing with those abdominal muscles, to get the power if you do this if you find ways other channels on this one you're watching here on YouTube are full of wonderful material that you can use we'll have some of our own before too long don't you worry but for now so you can get started do your own research and start to understand how does the actor use this instrument this body to transform it from being a cage into being what it's supposed to be, the most incredible organism on the planet. If you can use that and learn to generate your spontaneity, to open the gates to inspiration, and if you can finally hone your memory, your word power, your ability to weave words together like a poet, who knows how powerful, how eloquent, how dynamic a communicator you could be and what kind of incredible interactions you could have with the women that you're attracted to, as well as people in your everyday life. I wish you well. Thanks so much for listening to The Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.